the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 2nd of November, let's begin with updates from the city. Karnataka CM Siddharamaya inaugurated Inter-District Journalist Conference in Mandya, encouraging journalists to openly report flaws in his government. He urged them to assess if promises were met and if the government truly served the people. He dismissed superstitions and emphasized the importance of truthful reporting, advising responsible use of freedom of speech. The event was graced by Jagat Guru Nirmalananda Mahaswamiji of Sri Shetra Adi Chunchanagiri Mahasanstan. In other headlines, Karnataka's IT Minister Priyank Karge urged the tech industry to invest beyond Bengaluru, emphasizing the government's commitment to a favorable investment climate. Speaking at the 26th Bengaluru Tech Summit, he highlighted traffic issues in the city and the need for government tech alignment. Karge praised Bengaluru's tech growth and emphasized the state's innovation prowess. With a strong focus on education and employability, he also noted the iPhone manufacturing presence in the capital. In some more news, Karnataka's Home Affairs Minister G. Parameshwara stated the government's willingness to reconduct the police sub-inspector PSI recruitment process amid a scandal. The government has sought court permission for a fresh examination and selection process. However, the court's decision is pending. The scandal involves alleged irregularities in PSI selection, leading to multiple arrests. Recruitment was temporarily halted, causing a departmental shortage. The investigation revealed two separate gangs using sophisticated methods for malpractice. Up next, the state government bestowed the Rajyotsava Award upon 68 individuals this year, marking its 68th year of formation. Notable awardees include ISRO Chief S. Somanath for his pivotal role in the Chandrayaan 3 mission. Among the awardees were renowned theatre personality Chidamba Rao Jambe, Yakshagana singer Leelavati Bai Parataya, actors Bank Janardhan and Dingri Nagaraj, Professor C. Nagana, journalist Dinesh Amin Mattu and Maya Sharma, and 71-year-old newspaper delivery man Javarapa from Mysuru. Recipients received a cash prize of Rs 5 lakhs and a 25-gram gold medal. Now on to other news. The State Forest Department cautioned residents in Whitefields Kudlu Gate area to stay vigilant after multiple leopard sightings. A task force aided by veterinary doctors is leading efforts to safely capture the animal. Officials patrol the area advising caution, especially at night. Drones with thermal sensors are assisting in the search. While no attacks have been reported, residents are urged to avoid solitary night outings and move in groups for safety. Moving on, Karnataka Health Minister Dinesh Gundurao unveiled the Dr. Puneet Rajkumar Hrudaya Jyoti Yojana, addressing the surge in cardiac-related incidents among youth. Named after late Kannada actor Puneet Rajkumar, the initiative aims to provide timely treatment within the crucial golden hour. It encompasses a hub-and-spoke model and the placement of automated external defibrillators AEDs, in public areas. Rao emphasized the urgency of saving lives during cardiac emergencies and highlighted the program's significance in this regard. Meanwhile, the National Green Tribunal has initiated a Suomoto case regarding a blast in a cracker warehouse near Bengaluru that occurred last month. The NGT has included concerned authorities like the Karnataka Chief Secretary and State Pollution Control Board Member Secretary. The explosion resulted in 14 casualties. The NGT aims to verify compliance with regulations and prevent future incidents. The tribunal instructed disclosure of the shop owner's information and compensation details. The case will be heard on November 30th. 
On a different note, Ninnasam, the esteemed theatre institute from Hegodu, presents two plays in Bengaluru next week as part of its Thirugata tour. On November 7th, Holia Neralu, written by Chandrasekhar Kambara, explores identity and globalization's impact. On November 8th, Aleya Eleya, a Kannada translation of Louis Nkosi's play, delves into apartheid resistance. Director Shweta Rani highlights the play's contemporary relevance. Both shows are at Rangashankara JP Nagar at 7:30 p.m. National news. Moving on to the national news. The Supreme Court emphasized that the Election Commission of India (ECI) must maintain complete and current records of political donors and contributions via electoral bonds (EBs), rejecting the ECI's claim that it was only required to do so until 2019. The court reaffirmed its directive for parties to provide EB information to the ECI, deeming it a continuing order beyond the 2019 deadline. Meanwhile, a case has been filed against BJP leader and Union Minister of State Rajiv Chandrasekhar in Kerala for allegedly promoting hatred between religious communities on social media. He has been booked under sections 153 and 153A of the Indian Penal Code (IPC) and section 120O of the Kerala Police Act. Section 153A is a non-bailable offence. The case comes after Chandrasekhar's comments on the communal situation following the October 29th blast at a Christian religious gathering. In more news, the Congress released its fourth list of 56 candidates for the Rajasthan Assembly elections, dropping eight sitting legislators. Manvendra Singh, son of late BJP leader Jaswant Singh, was given a party ticket to contest from Siwana in Barmer district. The ruling Congress has announced 151 candidates for the upcoming polls on November 25th, including national spokesperson Gaurav Vallabh for Udaipur city. Shifting our focus, the president terminated the services of an army major citing lapses that jeopardized national security. The major affiliated with the Strategic Forces Command had been under investigation since March 2022. He was allegedly in communication with the Pakistani intelligence operative via social media. The SFC responsible for managing the nation's nuclear arsenal formed a board of officers to conduct the inquiry. The major was found to have stored classified documents on electronic devices violating security protocols. In a general weather update for the country, November is expected to be warmer than usual across India, barring some parts of northwestern and central regions as per the India Meteorological Department. Director General M Mohapatra also predicted normal monthly rainfall. Some areas in the southernmost peninsula, northwest, east central, east and northeast India may experience above normal to normal rainfall, while the rest of the country is expected to have below normal to normal rainfall. International news. Turning our attention to international news, India and Bangladesh jointly inaugurated three significant projects including a cross-border railway linking northeastern states to Bangladesh. Prime Ministers Narendra Modi and Sheikh Hasina launched the Akaura Agartala Rail Link, Kulna Mongla Port Rail Line, and Maitri Super Thermal Power Plant Unit Two in a virtual ceremony. India has become Bangladesh's leading development partner. The rail link, costing 150 million dollars, connects Bangladesh's Ganga Sagar Station to Tripura's Nishchintapur Station. In ongoing news over the past two weeks, more than 100,000 undocumented Afghan individuals have voluntarily returned to Afghanistan through the Torkham border, crossing in northwestern Pakistan, according to a Pakistani government official. These Afghans had travelled from various parts of Pakistan to reach the border. Pakistan's deadline to deport all undocumented immigrants, including hundreds of thousands of Afghan nationals, expired on November 1st. In a recent development, Bolivia severed diplomatic ties with Israel, accusing it of carrying out crimes against humanity in the Gaza Strip. 
Bolivian officials cited civilian casualties in Gaza but did not mention the initial Hamas attack on Israel. Over 8,500 Palestinians have reportedly died in the conflict. Bolivia, led by leftist President Luis Arca, has a history of criticism towards Israel. The nation severed diplomatic ties over the Gaza conflict in 2009 but restored relations in 2020. In some other news, for the first time, Diwali celebrations took place at Walt Disney World Resort in Florida. Over 400 dancers performed in various events including an Indian-inspired parade, a Diwali dance showcase and a VIP Diwali party. The festival was hosted by Jashin Productions and featured the participation of specially able children. The festival, which marked a historic moment, was organized under the direction of Jeannie Berry, an award-winning South Asian-American dancer. Business News Let's now look at some business stories. Reliance Industries' Mukesh Ambani, his wife Neeta and daughter Isha, along with sons Akash and Anand, inaugurated the opulent Geo World Plaza at Mumbai's Bandra Kurla complex. Neeta Ambani, also founder of the Reliance Foundation, hailed it as India's finest mall. The plaza encompasses cultural and convention centres and a garden, offering a comprehensive experience across four levels and 750,000 square feet. In more business news, engineering and construction leader Larson and Tubro LNT posted a 44.5% surge in consolidated net profit, reaching 3,222.63 crore rupees for the quarter ending September 30, 2023. In the same period last year, the company reported a net profit of rupees 2,228.97 crores. Consolidated income rose from 43,501.14 crore rupees to 52,157.02 crore rupees year on year. The statement from LNT highlighted a 45% growth in consolidated profit after tax for the same quarter. Next up, in some tech news, Google is exploring technology that could upgrade existing wireless earbuds for heart rate monitoring via a software update. The experimental tech called Audio Plethysmography APG, uses low-intensity ultrasound signals bounced off the ear canal and ambient sound-detecting microphones in the earphones or headphones to measure skin surface perturbations caused by blood flow. In testing, APG returned heart rate readings with a 3.21% median error. Moving on, the oil marketing company's OMCs increased the price of commercial LPG cylinders by Rs 101.5, bringing the 19kg cylinders cost to Rs 1,833 in Delhi starting this November. Prices were also adjusted in Mumbai, Kolkata and Chennai. This is the second consecutive hike following a Rs 209 increase in October. Domestic LPG cylinder prices remain unchanged. For Pradhan Mantri Ujwala Yojana beneficiaries, the price drop is 500 rupees, comprising a 200 rupee price cut and a 300 rupee subsidy. In market news for today, the Sensex saw a decline of 211.53 points or 0.33%, landing at 63,663.40, while the Nifty experienced a decrease of 71.40 points or 0.37%. Settling at 19,008.20. Among the listed stocks, 1,475 showed an advancement, 1,722 faced a decline, and 84 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee weakened by 3 paisa due to sluggish domestic markets and a robust US dollar. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Salman Khan's much-anticipated film, Tiger 3, also starring Katrina Kaif, is set to offer morning shows as early as 7 a.m. Production banner Yashraj Films announced the update, with booking starting on November 5th. The film, releasing on November 12th, will feature in various premium formats like IMAX, 4DX, D-Box, Ice, PXL and 4DE Motion. 
Imran Hashmi plays the prime antagonist in this third installment of the Tiger franchise. In news from Hollywood, the LAPD's Robbery Homicide Division is investigating the sudden death of actor Matthew Perry, found underwater in his hot tub. Although no foul play is suspected, this is standard procedure for high-profile cases. The Los Angeles County Medical Examiner's Office has completed an autopsy, but toxicology reports are pending and the cause of death is listed as deferred pending additional investigation. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, the highly anticipated Tamil film Thangalan released its teaser, leaving fans enthralled. Chiyan Vikram's powerful performance is showcased particularly in intense battle sequences. Directed by Pa Ranjit, the teaser features gripping moments including Vikram dispatching a snake. The film stars Parvati Thiruvottu, Malavika Mohanan and more and is set for a multi-language release on January 26, 2024. Vikram was last seen in Maniratnam's Pony in Selvan. Spooler Sports In sports news, Pakistan delivered a comprehensive performance defeating Bangladesh by seven wickets in the ODI World Cup clash in Kolkata. The Pakistan pace attack led by Shaheen Shah Afridi and Muhammad Wasim Jr. dismantled Bangladesh's batting lineup restricting them to 204. Fakhar Zaman and Abdullah Shafiq's solid opening partnership of 128 set the stage for Pakistan's successful chase with Muhammad Rizwan and Iftikhar Ahmed ensuring victory in 32.3 overs. In more sports updates, Inform India clinched a narrow 2-1 victory against Japan, securing their fourth consecutive win and advancing to the semi-finals of the Women's Asian Champions Trophy hockey tournament. After two goalless quarters, Navneet Kaur 31st minute and Sangeeta Kumari 47th scored for India with Japan's lone goal from Kana Urata 37th. The match showcased a battle between India's attack and Japan's defense with both teams struggling to create clear scoring opportunities. Wrapping up sports news, Real Madrid secured Vinicius Jr's extension, binding the Brazilian forward until the 2026-27 season. The new contract reportedly making him the highest paid player includes a 1 billion euro buyout clause. Vinicius expressing gratitude emphasized his commitment to Real Madrid. Since joining in 2018, he's become a key player contributing to titles in both club and international competitions. Last season he faced racist abuse prompting efforts to combat racism in Spain. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready for an exciting event, the Ethereal Music Festival 2023, and experience the pulsating beats of EDM and the soulful music of indie artists happening live at the Royal Orchid Hotel Domlor on the 4th of November at 4 p.m. Catch Ace Comic Avinash Agarwal in his latest stand-up special or Karo Shadi performing live at Just Bangalore Brigade Road on the 5th of November at 5:30 p.m. Immerse yourself in the exclusive sound and energy healing session conducted by Ace Experts happening at the Dialogues Cafe Koramangala 4th block on the 4th of November at 12 p.m. Join a beginners art class with the exclusive pottery painting workshop and enjoy a relaxing session happening at the Small World Estibet Koramangala on the 5th of November at 3 p.m. You can also catch the insanely funny Ashwin Srinivas in his latest outing performing live at the Wire Up Koramangala 4th block on the 4th of November at 8 p.m. Bengaluru weather. And finally the weather in Bengaluru. Bengaluru can expect afternoon storms with thunder and lightning but minimal precipitation. Temperatures will range from a moderately hot 29 degrees Celsius to an agreeable 21 degrees Celsius. The maximum heat index factoring in temperature and humidity is forecasted at a hot 32 degrees Celsius. Note that these values are calculated for shaded areas with light wind conditions. 
That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute podcast. The Bengaluru Commute podcast.